0: Welcome to Badlands Spa. What the nomads are doing is not that different than what the pioneers did. Hey, Fern. You gotta make the hole bigger. <laughs> I think fern's part of an American tradition. Oh, he's gonna come right through the glass. My dad used to say, "What's remembered lives." I maybe spent too much of my life Fern. just remembering. So, I went into Nomadland thinking it was going to be the end of a trilogy. Why? Well, I thought it was going to be the third entry in the acclaimed Nomeo and Juliet Sherlock Gnomes trilogy. But it wasn't that at all. I was actually shocked. That's why it was my most anticipated film this year. You are expecting it to be The Smurfs? No, 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 like Nomeo and Juliet, you know, Sherlock Gnomes. What the hell is Nomeo and Juliet? You haven't, what? You don't know what Nomeo and Juliet is? No, I didn't go to theatre school. Let's. <laughs> You're Sorry. the one with the English degree. How many times? Gnomeo, Gnomeo, as in Gnomeo. Yeah, as I, in I'm, ver- I'm, I'm aware of the pun, the the the, the joke that you know, genuinely excellent piece of satire is not lost on me. I wonder how relevant it is though. Well, I it think- stars James McAvoy, Emily Blunt, Maggie Smith, Matt Lucas, Michael Caine. Jason wow. Statham, Steve Martin, Julie Walters, Patrick Stewart, Ozzy Osbourne, Hulk Hogan, Dolly Parton. Who else would you want in a movie? Dolly Parton. Yeah, she was working nine to five on that film set. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean she's she's very good. Um, people say she's just a no. Actually, I'm not, not going to do that joke. Um, yeah, don't do that because this isn't a bakery. Okay, you can't get away with that. <laughs> I wasn't. I was. I wasn't talking about buns. Anyway. Um, anyway. Um. Yeah, but you don't whatever Anaconda did. no you were going to try and do Anaconda weren't you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so um, Nomadland um, was the first time we, me and you went back to the cinema after it had reopened um, yes and it was last the... time I went to the cinema it was to go see Tenet and yeah this this de- technically made me cry as many times but it was a different type of crying were you crying in this oh, I cried once I think did you like ever so slightly can we not dwell on this <laughs> I didn't notice you. My, crying, attempt, that's my all. attempt was to make a joke about Tenet, but it just went under completely under Did the Did you cry because we're, we're gonna completely spoil nomad if you haven't seen it? I cried TV. because I really needed the loo the whole way through. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. We both really <laughs> needed it. You needed the we, I needed the poo. It was awful. I was it was one of the weirdest <laughs> things that I've been so used to. If I need the loo, I can just stop the film. And I was generally looking around going, who do I ask to stop the film? <laughs> I know you, know, you know you know that that bit where she has a massive dump in the film, I thought, wow, wish I was you. Lucky her. Jesus Christ. You know, she actually did that um, because in real life she was having stomach trouble on set and they just filmed it. That's lucky. Oh, I see. Yeah, like she actually did poo. It wasn't acting. Wow. That That was her actually going for a poo on set. And people say acting isn't a real job. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's Oscar winning pooing, isn't it, really? (laughs) Like that's 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 on eBay somewhere now. Legit. <laughs> What's that? I forgot the bloody the name of the actor now. Uh, Frances McDormand. Now we're talking about. Um, well, Frances McDormand. I don't know. Wow, that's. Did, did you know? Do you know who she's married to? No. She's married to Joel Cohen. Who the hell's that? Was in the Cohen brothers. Oh seriously. Yeah. Oh, well, that explains why she's in. Like their films, a fair bit, isn't she? I, I mean, I, I think she was in their films before she was married to him. I don't think it's like, a, oh, I'm married to you so, you, so you have to be in my films. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah, so, no, you know, it's, I think it's just one of those um, Tim Burton, Pendleborn. I was just about to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am That's looking really up cool. to see if it is the same job. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. They are spoused, you might say. Yeah, I think the word's married, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, but the thing is, they've been, married, they've been married since 1984, actually. So actually, no, I think they were married before he was famous. Also, um, something weird about that is that um, Joel and Ethan Coen have got loads of films about divorce. I can't find here that they've even been divorced. <laughs> that's just shocking. It's the least subtle message they're sending to one another ever. <laughs> Weirdly, that would actually be a, a much more of an English way of, of telling your wife you're thinking of leaving her, writing several fictional books yeah. about people. <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> you can't say it. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Um, you think you've leaving me, hmm, let me write a yeah, song. Yeah, that would be the, um, that'd be the, the best pre ever. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Nomadland was the best film you've ever seen? <laughs> Uh, I do. I feel like having it only just been 24 hours since we watched it, I would find it difficult to confidently say anything like that. I think it's definitely like, if I had to compare it to Apocalypse Now, yeah, Okay, I would say Nomadland is slightly better. There's a problem with this, is that I haven't seen Apocalypse Now. But do you not think, okay, you've seen The Godfather, right? I love the smell of warm bog in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen what? You've seen um, The Godfather. Yes. Yeah, Nomadland is probably a bit better than that. Okay. And it's definitely... I can't tell if you're baiting me it's or whether than I'm than just incredible. going to sit back and well, wait for this review to unfold before I you well, know, know, chasm in like a meteor. Well, do you think it's better than The Incredibles or not? Do I think it's better than, like, the second best superhero film of all time? Yeah. I assume you're going to say I yes. Like, I feel like I'm going to say no. What? Is it... W- Well, you're asking, right, so, okay, what what you're actually asking me in all of these instances is, do you think this is a 10? And I feel like we're meant to leave that to the end. I could answer it now if you wanted. I mean, come on, it definitely is a 10. I don't, I don't know if it is. It's definitely one of the greatest films ever committed to paper. Well, this is interesting. You, I love how last review you you, you, you were like, oh, you you never gave off the impression that you loved Sound of Metal. And I was like, yeah, I thought it was excellent. I never got the impression you thought that that was the best film you've ever seen. Really? I know you were, you were you, it was one of your highest anticipated films of of the year. I know that for a fact. Which is interesting because you're usually quite adversely affected by uh, expectations. Yeah, so well, I'm surprised I, just, that I never that. thought I was going to get to see her poo and naked in the same film. If I'm brutally honest, those... I I'm mean, joking. Frances I'm joking. a brilliant actor. <laughs> yeah, she is brilliant. I'm not sure of either of those two things... No, were. no, that's why I'm joking, because she really is a fantastic actress. Um, She's amazing. Like She is definitely one oh, of the yeah. best actors in the world. Like, for sure. I think... For sure. She's got to be in the top 20 best actors in the world. For sure. I've never... I mean, seen... she's got... Everything I've seen her in, she's classic in. I've not seen her in anything where she's not classic. I mean... I've seen two incredible performances from her. Is Burn after reading one of them? No. I mean, I really feel like it should be. I really feel like it should be on your radar a bit more. I've really... I, well, I, I've, I've seen it very recently, in fact. Yeah. And I don't... It, she's, no, she's very good in it. I, I do agree. She's she's a good, comedic, sort of dry, silly, fun actor in it, as with most of the people in that film. But I don't know if there's anyone in that film that, could, that the film would even let be that great a performance, if I'm honest. Mm. Like, it doesn't really p- pave the way for anything particularly amazing. Yeah, Well, i tell you what, let's, if that makes speaking sense. Speaking of paving ways, so let's talk about Nomadland. So, um, I mean, I had various <laughs> expectations while watching this film of what I thought was gonna happen, and it never ever did what I thought was gonna happen, ever. She Because mm. at first I was like scoffing, being like, oh, okay, great. They're now making, you know, an anti-Amazon movie. And then I was like, oh, okay, great. They're now making a will-they-won't-they they relationship fest. where I have to guess if she'll get with him or not. And I mean, they did still carry that on. But it became quite interesting. Also, on the car journey on the way home from yours, um, you know, I said I listened to that programme and they were talking about Nomadland. There was someone describing going to the cinema and the, the way her whole cinema reacted when he drops the crockery and breaks her place. Oh, yeah, I mean, I nearly fell off my seat. Oh, it's awful. It's, it's got to be the high point of the movie, emotionally. I mean, it's the speaking. first genuine... It's the first and possibly only bad thing that happens in the film. <laughs> yeah, what about that like, woman getting cancer? That's pretty sad. Swanky. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, she's... She's fairly, like, fairly old, though, isn't she? Like, yeah, I get the impression And she's, she must, and she's not, she's, like... She's, she says she's mid-70s, I think, so... It might be she's 80. I think... I mean, that's above... That's above the average age in America, for sure. Yeah. But, um... No, but I mean like but she, she 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 gets to she gets to Alaska. She manages to do what she wants before yeah. before she goes. I feel like it's like that's well, what I mean. The, the crockery is like the one like unrequited oh, is this, awful. this is bad. Well that's why they never got together, you know. She just never got over the crockery. She was holding that yeah. she was holding that baby. I was really hoping she'd like throw it at him, like odd job it at the end. Oh yeah. No, I was I thinking she film. was gonna drop the baby to get back at him. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Honestly, Christ. I thought I thought, damn! I didn't see the song going this way at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she were her character from Three Billboards, that's definitely what she would have done. Yeah, she'd have just but, she'd have been like, yeah, she'd have lobbed it off the top of a building. Um Which well, she, she no. does actually do that to someone in that film. No, that I think I'm pretty sure that's um, oh Sam Rockwell's character, doesn't he? Like, loves the guy off the roof. Oh, is it Rockwell? Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's awesome. I love him. he's, a, he's, yeah, he's one of my favorite I f- actors. I I find it difficult to approach this film generally, partly because, because it's so amazing. I mean, probably. Well, I mean, road movies So road movies were never not. That, it's not that I don't have respect for them. It's more the fact that I've, they were just they're just not a film genre I've ever really been Im- like, immersed in very much. Like I think when you showed me the road, conveniently amazing like, film. It's probably about this time last year. Yeah, you know? it was. I was very impressed by it I felt, I was, I felt kind of made empty by it. And I think I got a lot of, I think I got a lot of misconceptions about the genre from that film that I shouldn't have done. because I think Nomadland does the road movie, the road movie, the way I feel like I would have wanted it to be done in other, in other sorts of films. I think because... Well, Dirty Grandpa, your least favorite film is a road movie, isn't it? Is that a road movie? I mean, I haven't seen it, but they're in a car on the poster. So I presumed it was. Yeah, I mean, there is a fair bit of driving. There's a, fair, there's a fair bit of a lot of things in that film. If I'm brutally honest, I don't want to think about it. Um, the film that made you lose faith in film. It's, uh, yeah, I don't, honestly, I, feel, I think when I watched Dirty Grandpa, there was a good, like, two weeks where I didn't is watch Efron that film. Is Efron in that as well? Yes, he's in it. Well, you've, he's been the you've main, got, like, two of my favourite actors He's the main character. I, yeah, I know. Well, I'm, I mean, I don't give a shit about Zac Efron, but... And I don't really, I didn't, especially at the time, I didn't even give a shit about fucking Robert <laughs> De, Niro. De Niro, but I knew, Robert. I knew when I watched that something bad was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah I, just, I just, I just, I could sense the apocalypse coming. Mm. Anyway, why the fuck did that come out? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we um, were talking about road movies and your expectations. Yeah, we were. But because I think this actually, I feel like this is telling a far more interesting story that that has a point to it. I think it has a point that, that can be taken away from it, which I liked. Especially Especially, its setting is probably the weirdest thing about this film, in my head, because it's very rare that films are set in the very recent past. That's usually a very pointless thing to oh, do. Oh, yeah, it was weird like showing her walking past the cinema and I had the Avengers, and, you know, and it being like, oh, history, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I just say, oh yeah, we're setting a film only eight years before, but not not because we're making some sort of weird drama like The Big Short style. Yeah, where is, we're approaching yeah, yeah. it from, a, from an evident point of view. I keep bringing up The Big Short today; it's very relevant. It's um, amazing film, but it's actually it just it's unapologetically that's just the context in which it's made, which I didn't, which I th- honestly I don't think at the time I put together an, as as much as I could have done, which is the the fact that you then brought up, which is that it's obviously about. The um, aftermath of the financial crash—the more of a long-term aftermath than immediate—but yeah, yeah, well, this is I, showing I like the, the, the that, long-term um, symptoms of that. That place that she'd come from, because uh, obviously yeah. this film is what you call a mood film, like it's very much about low-key scenes and kind of trying to feel quite real, uh, and mm. it's all about subtext and extended metaphors. So quite big in what you call mood films. Um, mm. So obviously she comes from this like ghost town, which was a real place, by the way. That, that it literally yeah. just got... Com- the whole community was destroyed by the market crash. Yeah. And ironically, the place is called Empire, which is quite funny, really, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there's no... there's no uh, I, I feel like they they might have made that up for the purposes of no, the No, it wasn't. It's a real place. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gen- this is a genuinely real thing that happened. The market crash literally destroyed this place the economic problems no 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 no, no. I, I mean the name Empire yeah it's called Empire oh that's really weird yeah it is weird it's so ironic ironic uh, yeah yeah and they... or, or, <laughs> well, or if you're um, a romantic poet Byronic. thanks McDermott yeah yes um, but um... Um, my point is is that she in a way then as the kind of the travelling uh, nomad recovering from the loss of that community uh, I feel like part of the reason that a lot of critics might have jumped on this is because of what she represents. Is that she represents the people who were displaced by that crash and then had to find meaning Mm. elsewhere. Like, the meaning's not in money, is it? It's in the journey, man. But that's what road movies are about, really, isn't it? It's true, but it's not just that it's it's about self sufficiency because yeah her family part of whom are obviously for no surprise um property owners which is obviously what the entire financial crash was based around um yeah which makes it funny in a way ironic you know yeah but that's i mean i'm again i'm sure that's an intentional aspect of, of the film it's literally I a open is anyway. crash movie it's really weird um i yeah exactly but i think that that's she rejects that offer out of hand um, which is not because because that's not what she is attempting to find out in in the world that she wants to be able to craft her own life. Yeah. It's, especially in the scene where she goes home and she can't sleep in a real bed. Well, she it's like sleep it's in like event with homeless people, isn't it? Where, you, it, apparently, yeah, apparently yeah, I was thinking. If you've been homeless for too long, it's really hard to sleep inside. Yeah, well, my um, my grandma, my grandparents, they both they used to um, they used to take in homeless people from now and for from time to time when they were much younger. Mm. And um, there was one who they'd taken in like much more regularly, and they ended up getting giving him, like they like gave him the deposit for a flat and like paid for this uh, first couple of months of rent and managed to get them a job. And then like two weeks of them of them staying in it, they immediately just went, they just left and went back to living on the streets because they they just they legitimately preferred it, not even in a in a nasty <coughs> way. They meant it really quite almost like a happy rejection. Did they give the money back to your grandparents? I think, I mean, I think that the rent that they'd paid was given back, but what, you know, the the deposit wasn't there. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I don't think, I don't think it it didn't cause my grandparents any harm, but it's, it's just, it's that same, it's that, it's that same impulse. It's that same feeling that it's not, that isn't, they're not looking for security. They're looking for the ability to choose, which is all what, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of, and what's great about stuff like Amazon and them always talking about the American dream being corrupted is that's what the nomad philosophy is is about. It's the idea of everyone is you know out for themselves, but simultaneously, it's actually the the nomad community in, in its depiction. In this i in yeah in this film specifically is actually very very communist. Yeah, um, it, is. it is because I there is no there is were, no property when they were trading in the um. The camp for the nomads. Mm. Everything you don't need goes in a big pile, and no one. There is no paying. It's just whatever people need, they take. Yeah. And if there are enough people and enough, you know, caring. Well, because sort of a lot of that see is shown come from a place of they've been traumatized by something, and because they can't, mm. they find it too hard to live with it. They have to keep moving. Mm. Um, and so, for them, in a lot of cases, yeah, the money and that stability is gone. It doesn't matter anymore. And, you know, money equals stability is basically the point that is made at the party with her family. Yeah, exactly. And she's and she needs the money. I mean, it's it's shown the fact that she has to go and ask them for money that her way of life isn't, you know, sacrosanct, if that's a word. Um, yep. But yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> it's definitely a word. Yep. Whether it means what you mean, I've got no fucking idea. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but, Let's face it. Our clientele—they're not going to know either. No, because they're all—they're they're, they're all... they're just happy to see some pretty colours. They're, they're, they're all paid views. Hello, <laughs> hello, money. Sorry, um, hello. But... Not like we get money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine we, I'd rather be dead. Than hey, we sponsor Manscaped. It. Have we yet? Yeah, we sponsor Manscaped. Have you not been manscaping <sighs> with your with your new Manscape? gel <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're not in marketing yeah Um. um yeah, <laughs> right so um, yeah. the other thing is just before you carry on because I don't want to go you, you were saying something earlier and I don't want to ignore it about um, oh god, what she represents etc in this kind of the, the American dream has forced her like hasn't worked out and has forced her to become this this nomad and it's taken her back to what her sister says in you know, her sister says it in a slightly, you know, desperate way, but to be part of a kind of American tradition. In terms of like the frontier and like a kind of Western ideal. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's But it's 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 a it's a perverted idea of it. I mean the the film does a good job of not passing judgment on, on that lifestyle for that for that very fact, I think. Mm. But it is I think it is inherently sort of sad, even though no one there is nece- like very, very, very. I can't think of any moment where they are complaining that they are adopting this lifestyle. Weirdly, mm. I think that's probably one of the weirdest things I found about it, because it, the film wasn't it wasn't a tragedy about her life, really, because she wasn't. The tragedy's already happened in this film. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you I think, don't see I'm, I'm anything also... get worse for her at any point. I don't think you see things get better for her. If anything, yeah, they sort of they sort of get better. The worst thing that happens to her is that a car breaks. Yeah, and then and she has uh, to the other the, for the it. other thing that goes wrong for her, I think, is not. Is her the fact she doesn't make choices? So she wants to be in a position where she can choose and do whatever, but she has always chooses not to, not to accept the choices that she's given a lot of the time. Mm. I say that it's not actually true because she does she does try and reject the idea of going to that camp and then she does go. But I'm just kind of thinking the fact that she rejects. I guess she doesn't love him, does she? She doesn't love the man, so she doesn't stay with him. I guess it seems like I, I, it's well, maybe I, again, I, I don't feel like the film really tried to say as such, because it's very difficult to separate her feelings towards him with her feelings towards the idea of, of settling. I think there's a lot of subtext that I think maybe could have been, been explored a little bit further with, with her husband, because I feel like that is where the crux of her ultimate sort of decision making foibles comes from. Hmm. And i assume i i mean I'd be interested to see what you thought it was, but I assumed the implication was that he'd lost his she'd lost her husband because of you know their either the losing of their job in that in that in that town or just generally because of the crash or whether he died naturally well Whatever really she was delved into it i don't think it they, she talks about how he dies and it sounds like he died from being ill, not from like yeah. Ending his own life because it sounds like, you know, when she's telling Bob about it, you know, Santa Bob, that they're, um, Bob says it sounds like he wanted to hang around for you. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't think there's any suicide or anything like that. Also, fun fact when she told Bob that as a, in the acting, Bob said afterwards, um, oh, it was really nice of you to, um, share that story with me. That must have been really difficult for you. And he, because he didn't know that she was an actress. Really? Yeah, a lot of the actors on this didn't know know that she was an actor, and that's because um, all the actors on this, apart from the main two, weren't actors. And fun fact, you know, you asked me his family uh, if they are they actors. No, they're his real life family. Really? Yeah. What about? I'm assuming Francis McDormand's, sorry, Fern's family were. They must have been actors. Um, I don't know. Because they so were acting as, 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 as if fun. they were her fans. That is a good to point. Be fair, they must have been. You've got to assume but, they must be. But, yeah, there you go, everyone else. Aside from that, it is impressive. It's so cool. I, I mean, mean and yeah, that's so incredibly impressive, is to get good acting performances out of people who aren't actors. I mean, it's very... But they're not really acting, apparently. You know, they're all just telling their real stories. Mm. Which kind of means you're sort of watching a documentary. Well it's it's closer towards the kind of the borat style where they're yeah. they're on an expedition they're on an expedition to elucidate out of other people what they want their narrative to be which is I mean that's that's why it's not a documentary because documentaries would have to be objective about it whereas this is this is trying to find a very clear sort of narrative or angle towards it and it I mean they succeeded amazingly because they found really amazing amazing people in it Hmm. so I'm the swanky being the one I'm I was most surprised I remember when when the credits rolled and we saw that the credits said just the word swanky yeah <laughs> well I, I thought that was a joke yeah, I didn't realize until after that that went but yeah it was actually that was actually who they were um that was amazing and um oh I forgot the name of what was Dave's what the name of whoever played Dave the guy who looks like uh Edward Norton yeah in the yeah, yeah the, time. the guy who's spidered um, the Chronicles Okay. Like Da- yeah, his, right, his name in real life is David Stratton. Oh, he's called Dave yeah. as well. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I'm say. trying to find out. Um,
1: oh, he's, oh, he's in Lincoln, isn't he? In LA.
0: Oh, he's in LA Confidential. He, he's in loads of great films. He's a oh. he's a very underrated actor. I think he's in an awful yeah. lot of films. Um, no, he gave a he gave a very nice performance. Okay, it was quite it was quite subdued. I feel like I feel like they were they were trying, especially in his case, not to be larger than life, as so to just. Oh, he kind of just just seems background. completely legit, yeah. and he is always hanging um, on. He always just really wants her to care, to like look at him and care for him, and she just doesn't seem to really. She does enough, mm. but she always seems cold. She always seems like she's putting a barrier up between herself and other people. While at the yeah, same time think... on it, it's very strange. Yeah, well, I think that the film, in I would say, is not really attempting a character narrative. I think if it was, then they would they would be trying to explore those elements of her. I feel like she is, like again, like I'm not. I, to, I don't mean to say this is totally like Borat, but she as a character is like Borat in that she is there to bring out of people something. Like she's meant to f- feel like she is enough. She's at least she's she's an outsider. On the surface, but she's still meant to feel like she is going to fit in with those. I people feel like she's a really interesting to character, though, do you not? I feel like she's a really interesting character. The way that she, yeah, she, she's damaged, so won't she's an interesting anyway. character in the static sense. What would you... like? She's a very. Like, no, but she's interesting because she doesn't change. And, well, and, yeah, and it shows what, that even when hence she... Hence the word static. But it's sad because when she goes back to her. Um, when she goes back to where she was with that. Old lady the first time round and she does the jigsaw. Sorry, I know that was really hard to explain. But you know you know at the start of the film when she's working I'm at lost Amazon, now, you've lost me. <laughs> you know when she's working at Amazon at the start and she's doing the jigsaw in that laundry room. Oh yeah. Yeah then they show her go back there the year after but on her own and it's lonely. And that's because I, hmm. I feel that she doesn't accept the people on her way of life. I feel like she chooses loneliness. She's like punishing herself. It's possible, yeah. Sorry, read it, it's sad. Well, i I think that's I think that's that's a reasonable way of looking at it. I don't I don't have a different way, to be honest, because, like I say, I feel like, yeah, she she's just meant to to have it's a, it's the film is and is a it's a horrendous cliche, but I feel like in this sense it really is unapologetically what it is. Is the entire film is a is a slice of life, cake, life. Um, <laughs> hmm. uh, and that's that's its entire point. Like it's 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 a dip your toes in and out and see how it feels, kind of thing. Mm. Because being daring, in a sense, from the writing perspective, would would be at the detriment, I think, to to attempting to tell tell the real story. I feel like they would they would diametrically oppose one another. But it, so it's considering. I think your your read on her is interesting. At the end, when she goes and. Puts. Well, she goes back and puts all of her stuff back into storage, doesn't she, or does she take it out of the storage unit and send it away? Unclear. I think because I think she puts stuff in storage right at the start. At the start. Yeah. And then, when, but then she came comes back, which I assume means that at the start of the film she decides to take on the nomad life, and at the end she decides to commit to it. I assume. I assume that's what she's doing because she hasn't decided to stay at the house, mm. so it's more of a just. It's a, it'll be a continuation of how it went, um, which I mean, again, it makes it makes complete sense for her as a character. It wasn't, it's in no way a well a turnaround. It's quite a slow. It's just a it's a slow, painful expectations builder, which makes you want her to do something that she's never going to do. <laughs> which is quite, which is quite, which is again, is it's quite sad. Yeah, well, she kind of, despite feels the fact like that nothing walking, bad happens she to feels her, feels like a ghost. You know, like in this film, like she's just a walking. Um, unresolved soul who has like face mm. torment in her life and then returns to her haunt at the end, and she's still no better. That's what it feels like. Yes. it feels like she's really is like just trying to heal. It's surprisingly cynical, it is, it is really cynical. I'm looking at the Shakespeare, Fincher, um, where are you, well, Fincher, to see what's in it because <laughs> what well, when she well, I think one of the best scenes of the film is when she reads the um. Actually, I'm going to spoil now. I think it's my favourite scene of the film. is when she reads Sonnet 18 by uh, Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. Who does she read? What does she... When does she do that? She does it to the the guy who she lends the cigarette and then she bumps into him again. Oh, yeah. That's probably my favourite scene. Yeah, that was nice. Again, that was the very socialist utopia element that they were drawing back to there with her returning the lighter to him. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, oh, sorry, him, sorry, him giving the light out. So See, that's not... That, that element of the film isn't cynical. It's very much like, you know, all these good people helping each other out. She no. doesn't run into problems. But ev- everyone in the film sure. seems like they're sort of a shell of a person. Which I was surprised by. I thought, you know... But like, even, even Dave's character feels like when he's being taken in by his son, that he's being, you know, sort of almost, like, kept like a pet, in a way. Like, they're going to make sure he doesn't do anything terrible. Um yeah. <laughs> or, but they don't want him to leave. No, but and it, which which is nice, I suppose. In a way, that's why she maybe she can't stand it because she doesn't have or her family doesn't want him wasn't doesn't want Fern for a good enough reason, perhaps. But then again, I'm not sure if I even. No, I'm not even sure I stand by that. To be fair. No, they all want they all want her. Though. Yeah. I guess she. I guess she's um, bitter about the fact that they uh, they love property so much, and she's obsessed with hating people with property. She's Robin Hood, basically. Oh no, the sister. That's a it's, a it's a really interesting scene. I mean, you say that Robin Hood is a man of property; he's a lord. Oh, oh, sorry, he's an Earl of Locksley, isn't he? Um, but yeah, I think that it's a really sad scene when uh, her sister's like, you know, I was looked up to you and I love you, and then you just left me, and it's literally been a hole in my life. Yeah.
1: Isn't and that like, nice? I found it like, really interesting. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, It's true though. Yeah, but the absence of a person can be the most horrible thing. Is that how Hello, how lockdown. That? It's like... How are you today? It how are you is today, like metaphor? She, was, she was grieving. She was grieving just for someone who was still alive, just because to her, that person was a ghost. Yeah. It's a very ghostly movie. It really is. Yeah. I'd have loved it if they Even the kind um, of ghost town that she I'd have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna play that at the end of this <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, um, I've said um three but times in that sentence. Of this of, than me. The use of the <laughs> the use of the sonnet, like, is re- is beautiful. Like, it's it in terms of to make that poem, which should be incredibly cliche, because you hear it in everything. Like, it's like such a Disney Channel poem, but I've, I don't think I've ever heard. <laughs> past the first five lines. No, I was going to say, it's very rare that they actually quote entire length of poetry. <laughs> it's between this no and Skyfall. They're who do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all, or oh, does Skyfall quote this? But no, it really no. It quotes, it, it quotes uh, Tennyson. It's Tennyson. It quotes oh, yeah, Tennyson. Yeah. yeah. But this, this is about, um, you know, eternal summer shall not fade. And, oh, eternal oh, summer. Oh, and now we're playing um, the strokes at the end of the video. The, the strokes. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Summer. No, that's good. Yeah. We've um derailed it already. But this this song this um poem, if you read it, it's all about like um the hot eye of heaven, the chance of nature's changing course. But you're really annoyed they didn't quote the wasteland. Well they should have yeah. done. But I mean this Idiots. poem is literally such a perfect view of this. Mm. It's gonna be really interesting, speaking of Eternal Summer, because the director, um I can't quite say it, Chloe Um Zhao of Nomadland is making Marvel's The Eternals. Oh, it's her! Yeah. Oh! So I bet you're going to stop thinking that film's definitely going to be boring. Well, mm, Because everyone is. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. wait, Sorry. Sorry. It's definitely going to be boring. This is not a dig at Nomadland, okay? But... They're very different types of filmmaking. Is that what you're going to say? Well, yeah, but also, Nomadland is... It's not not boring, but if they approach The Eternals with the same approach they go to Nomadland... Then I like, it definitely will be boring. Does that make sense? Why? Why? Because it's a superhero thing about gods making like societies and shit, isn't it? The Eternals. That literally sounds awesome. That literally sounds Yeah, amazing. but if it's just like one of them just like driving around in a car and like you can't even be asked to build anything. <laughs> yeah, because that is what nomad <laughs> nomad land is about people just being like, I can't be bothered. Why well, I don't I have an Iron Man suit? No. Um Yeah. No. I mean it's has it's actually, I thought I thought Angelina Jolie was directing Eternals. Well she's not now. Oh. Because I thought that as well. She's just in it now. Oh, I see. Well, there you go. Yeah. For some reason that seems it mind you, you know No, I'd heard that as well. I'd if it's being helmed by someone God. someone good, which obviously it is, then then that's okay. I'm not I'm not worried. I mean, that is again, Marvel is continuing to do the thing we said we wanted it to do, which is just getting as many her directors to, to do something independent on their interesting own interesting creatives hey and don't but don't be rude about Angelina Jolie she's a really good director oh no I know. What? You, she, I, made, she made Unbroken. I can't disagree oh, no, unbreakable. what's it called Unbroken which is an excellent film a classic I was going to say I think, isn't Unbreakable meant to be like an actually good film Unbreakable leave it alone Why are you I don't know like? I've never seen an Angelina Jolie film Unbroken's fantastic I've never seen a film directed about Angelina Jolie I just find it really weird that she's a director I mean I'm gonna look. I'm gonna see how many I've seen. I've probably only seen that one, but it was <laughs> great. Angelina Jolie. Like it was literally like I'd give it an eight out of ten. If it's like if That's you told all. me that, oh god! I mean the script was by the Coen brothers, so if you told yeah. me, um, oh crap! Who's the, who the who the hell's the the second guy in who's in twenty two Jump Street? I kept thinking his name's Chad. It's not Chad. He just looks like a Chad. He does look like a Chad. What the fuck is his name? He's in Kingsman 2. I mean, two. I love him. And, and what's his name? So hard. Leave what, him alone. What's his name? It's like <laughs> stop saying. Yeah. That. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the guy from Step Up, isn't it? It's we were a, talking about this. Like, why are you doing this? I literally talked to you about how all the sides. I know. My favorite Because we were talking about who's really good in Kingsman too. Channing Tatum. Dude. That's it to me. If you like, told Bloody me hell. that he's directed a film, I'd be like, really? Like, he's good, but okay. Yeah. that's I think that's kind of it. Well, I, I, know, I know that IMDb doesn't say everything, but in terms of full-length movies, she's got three credits. and Okay. the first movie she made, yes, it has 4.5 out of 10, which is dreadful. But That's not great. The other one, another one's got 7.2, which is, you know, really high. And yes. the one that I really like has got seven point two as well. There you go. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, there so, you go. Based on those two. Yeah. Um, must have been a rough, rough script. Okay, so mm. um, I, I mean, do you have much more to say about No Land? I'd like to say that. Um, well, I can talk about my favourite scene, I suppose. Yeah. Go on. Which was all jokes aside, was probably the closest I would have gotten to to crying. Um. Is it when she leaves the dog? Because that's really sad and it really represented that she couldn't um, make choices to be with people. I take it that's your favourite scene. No, I really like that shot though. The shot of her, because you really believe that she's going to come back into frame to get the dog. And she oh, does. not see. The film constantly teases that you believe that she's going to accept companionship at some point. Right. And she does, to be fair, of that old lady woman.
1: But old then, lady woman. When she
0: gets left. Yeah. Another classic um, Marvel superhero. I love how I said, yeah. my favourite scene and you instantly went The Dog! Oh, is that your favourite scene? No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, but as just thought I'd say about it. My favourite scene is the sonnet scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um yeah. you said, but my favourite scene is um is when Swanky uh gets her sends her video, posts her video of her getting to Alaska. Oh uh, with the um birds that she, she loves Yeah birds. and the the bats I've and the shells. Seen and birds. Stuff. Birds. Yeah, I I've that seen. Was... I feel when like I was, that was hiking as a young girl. There were all these birds, and they were flying around me. All these birds. There was a bird, a pelican. A pelican came and I... sat right next to me, I... and then it, it flew over me, and it was a bird. And there was another bird. So that, that was what it was like. So why are you a nomad? Why aren't you an ornithologist? It's insane. Yeah. Why? she <laughs> loves birds. You an aviary, you stupid woman. Anyway, I'm trying to find out what wall drug is. I think. I think um because it's such a stupid name. I think for that a place. was I think that was the 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 moment when I watched the in watching the film where I was like, "Oh, okay, I understand why I'm watching this film." Because I think up until that point it felt like it was just that that sort of it was just yeah, like a sliver, a cross-section of an interesting perspective, but I don't I didn't feel like it was give, giving me something. And then I I think that was the point where I sort of that connected up the dots because again, I, I get and, and you will have to educate me, I probably, on this genre of film because it felt like there were, there were the no, there were no genres going. There were no, like, major inciting incidents or turning points or events. It was all about the very quick and sort of on the beat, sort of snaking of individual dots. It was more. It's more of a sort of join the dots than like a single. Sort of curve. I think that was that's also why I couldn't go to the toilet. Um, incidentally, yeah, yeah, because you might have missed the smallest detail that was really important to unco- uncovering the whole thing for you. Yeah, Um yeah. But I think, but it, it, because because this film kept my attention far better than something like The Road did. Um, I I was I was yeah I was very impressed by, the how it managed that. Hmm. And that yeah. So and that was easily the the best scene. Just a. Cause, because that was it was it's kind of like the opposite of what the uh, the brook scene in Shawshank Redemption is. It was it was showing rather than showing how bad it, things could get for the character we're watching. It's showing how it could be okay. Yeah. Um, which is the one thing I suppose to some extent she needed. Maybe in my head that's the only like that's the only defining reason why she couldn't. Accept doing anything else than what she did because she'd be worried that she wasn't doing what she wanted to. Yeah, and she'd miss out on that, which makes sense. I mean, I've never worked for Amazon. It doesn't look particularly fun. I will admit. Well, I find it cool. But this film. Well, it's when she said the money's like good. I was thinking, um, Jesus, is it? Best I mean, going. it? I find is, I find that hard paid to believe. By Amazon to make it look good, you know. Well, also, I mean, Amazon are f- famously a very um like. I guess I don't know what the word is that they're they're very sensitive about their brand you wouldn't have thought so, would you but they're very sensitive about their brand being imitated or shown in stuff i mean i've so i've I've created like you know company videos that have involved like Amazon branded stuff and we've had to remove it just because they don't want it in shot in that even if it's not to do with amazon so it was yeah. it, it felt unnatural seeing an amazon logo in a in a, in a big film it was really odd. Mm. I mean, it's, it, I'm glad they managed it because it's a, you know, it's, it's an obvious, and it's and even in 2012, it, everyone knew it was massive. But now, nowadays, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't think in 2012 it was the biggest company on the planet. I think it definitely is now. It's something disgusting. They probably got, they probably lucked out on that, to be honest. Well, I was thinking while watching this film, like how they've just low key completely replaced the Royal Post Service. <laughs> oh right, you see, on oh, Amazon. Yeah, it's weird. No one noticed it. It was a slow takeover. I mean, I feel like the no Postman noticed happening. it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Postman weird, Pat has to sell his cat. That was a sad episode. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Isn't that, that isn't that the plot of the, um, I haven't seen it, but the Postman Pat movie that came out like five what, years ago. Re- doesn't Rupert Grimm play Postman Pat in that? Does he? Yeah. that's amazing we've got to review it no I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he has to like The whole film is about him um, basically fighting against a uh, like a robot postman and it's like an Amazon thing oh like yeah, an Amazon yeah. drone um, and that's the entire yeah thing oh no Rupert Grimm plays Josh who the fuck is Josh I don't know he's, but he's he was the is Josh guy, the cat David Tennant Did they ever say <laughs> the name so of the cat. Is, so is Jim Broadbent David Tennant's in it. Yeah, and Jim Broadbent. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, and Ronan Keating. Who? <laughs> you know Ronan Keating. Ronan Keating? No. He's a singer. He's a, he, Tony Curran's in it as well. <laughs> he plays Paparazzi too. You know Tony Curran. He plays uh, Van Gogh in Doctor Who. Oh, he's he's also fantastic in Daredevil. Well, you'll find out soon enough. But... Oh, cool. Yeah, well, he yeah. plays Paparazzi, Paparazzi 2 in uh, Post-Paparazzi <laughs> movie wow so that was role be of it. a lifetime well chris evans is in it as well imagine if wow well, we're just li- li- legit just gonna talk about other sorry things. sorry i i not realise that they'd obviously this film had got big money behind it you know <laughs> like I, I literally thought no one watched this film or cared but now i i, st- I still stand by science. that opinion to be fair no we're gonna <laughs> review it <laughs> Right, okay, so we still our best scene, best performance is Francis McDormand and, Yeah, No, no shit. Um what'd you go out of ten? Um I think I think um I think I would give it I'm I okay. Oh, before you say this, can is <laughs> that something else I want to talk to you about? Oh god, okay. Because I know that you're not big on like spiritualism and all that stuff. Like, it's not for you. Like, you just don't like it. Well, define spiritualism, please. Well, what (laughs) What does that mean? What did you think of, and this ties into the ghostly aspect of the movie, what did you think of the way that they were talking about the afterlife and like, I'll see you again down the road and this kind of image of nomads being people journeying to heaven, looking for like a promised land type thing? Yeah, I guess so. I don't think. I mean, th- th- I wouldn't even because that, that... that was a big that was a big part of the film at the end near the end it was it on. yeah they literally had it on the text crawl at the end. I don't think um... see to me, I don't I didn't see that as a spiritualist thing. Uh, the idea of I don't believe they they thought they would literally see them. I mean, in fact, actually, the way they they depict it is his whole point is that they they take with them the people they've lost in in. In a sense, because like, so memories. With, um, memories. Yeah, but that, I mean, in, in the sense of, in the case of Swanky, um, God, I wish I had a normal name. Um, Every time you say Swanky, it's quite. I funny. know, it's amazing. Um, yeah. They've got me. They've got you me. Got swanky new. right? I just want to keep saying Swanky. Um, swanky in my language. Sh- <laughs> Hello, Swanky. Sorry, I just said Sean coming. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, so her her finding sort of, uh, you know, so her sort of happiness before she goes is what Fern needs. I feel like that was what that kind of represented, as she got to sort of see her even after she was gone or have her experience be part of it. I mean, the thing is, you say I'm down on spiritualism, it depends, because the, the phrase spiritualism isn't a, a solid definition. Oh, no, it? I just mean that you don't like anything that hints at any form of, like... Afterlife or anything like <laughs> that in some way. I don't actually think you, you know what. You know I actually, I actually don't think that's true. To be fair, yeah, I hope it's not. I don't. But like, it's your, it's your brain. Like, you do what you want. Let it well, mostly want, because you know? in most cases, it's not an explicit thing. It wasn't. The f- it's not like any of the characters were going. I'm going to see this person in heaven, and if they did, that would be fine because that's obvious. That would be a sincerely held belief, but it wasn't even about that. It was just about people coping with with a life where they don't they reliably see the same people all the time and where people move on, I think. Um, yeah, true. It is weird how this film becomes a horror film. You know, like when it's... Well, um, does it? New, yeah, you know when it's New Year's again and she's running around with a, like a sparkler screaming. Oh, that Terrible. was weird. That scene is really sad. It... it it is it well it yeah she's like a crazy woman. It isn't it isn't. I mean the thing about and this is kind of like the central hook of the film really is that is that she isn't that sad almost she just seems a bit empty I think Fern. like she's she is she seems content to live in a very small space and live with the small things. She's content to celebrate New Year's with a single sparkler walking through an empty trailer park. She's you know, all she, you know that the, the things she holds the dearest are relics of the past. That's probably where her damage comes from. Honestly, right now I'm just putting off trying to rate it. Um, rate right, it, okay? I, it's I'm struggling between. I think I would. Th- I think it's a solid eight. I think it's very difficult for me to say because it's such a meandering kind of conglomeration that. It, it definitely requires a lot of, exactly. Thank you. Um, a lot of sort of, you have to draw your own picture with the dots, which I'm fine with. I'm, you know, I, I like, as you've said, puzzle box sort of movies. And this is not, this is technically the other side of the coin in a sense with that, except the film doesn't require you to do that. Hmm. But, um, which is why I could see this film having a very eclectic mix of types of response to it, which is good. Um, I think I'm. I'm thinking I'm going to settle on just like a mid. Like I do think it's excellent. Um, yeah. I, so to therefore I think I, I think it's an eight. Another eight. Well done, me. Well done <laughs> you. What do you think I rated them? Well, I well I mean I'm going to be really honest with you. Unless you were punking me, you give it a ten. Because you said it was better than Apocalypse Now, and I know Apocalypse Now is a film you think is probably the best film ever made. So. Unless it was a pun I missed back down the, you know, down the road, as it were. Um, yeah, thank you. I know. Fuck you, Roger Ebert. um <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Am am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it like a really solid mid to high seven. Oh, okay. I was just, I was baiting you because I wanted to see what you thought of the film. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, the thing I was just, I was just like coming off of my mood from when we did the sound of power, <laughs> <thing. laughs> and I just thought, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna literally leave this by absolutely punking him. Yeah, well, shocker. So, you know, ever since, yeah, yeah, ever no, since no, the, I, I give us a mid-tie seven, listen, I think it's about as good as Malcolm. Ever and since, Marie. ever since the, ever since the Wee music, I'm on to you. I know what your game is. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've never been able to trust you ever again. I really. We had to go to related I, three times to Wii sort music this out. That went. It went way too far. If you want to hear me punk this guy, listen to our game. Re- our game music. Release. Yeah, you have to sit through like two hours of nonsense. Yeah, no, but Yeah, but, you'll but you'll get I that. really punked you. I really punked you. Um. Uh, no, yeah, I think you know, it's I, like, um, I, you know what. I, I don't know if it's a classic. I think it's a really high setting. I didn't think I was going to have I, to do this because I thought I was going to be like, "I'm sorry, I didn't give it a 10 So I would actually encourage you more than Sound of Metal, if anything, because I think I feel like you like Nomadland more than I do. but This is another case of us, our false um, ability to, to to rank things in the correct way. I think you oh, liked no Snowman more there's, than I did. There's been about four films that, this year that I've liked more than you, but you've still rated higher. Well, part yeah, I think Palm Springs was another one, wasn't it? I do like that. I had that one really, really big issue that I yeah. played up way too much in that review. I had, like, I had like zero issues with Palm <laughs> Springs, but I just didn't think it was great. I just thought it was really good. This
1: um, is the
0: this is the interesting thing about us attempting to, rank, to rate things like this is that is that I think the, the older we get, the more we do this, the more the rating system completely disintegrates. It's really quite no, funny. It's like honestly, our rating system is like Nomadland. It's just like a slow, cold degre- sort of degradation of something What's nice. What's wrong our system? Our system's great. I'm never going to stop it. That's the point. We're doing a Nomadland. We're never going to give up. Yeah, we've got a great system. I don't know why you're being rude about our rating system. It's amazing. It's literally like the name of our channel. You can't just get- Because it's not perfect. What do you mean? No, no, no. Unlike us. Well, I, I think you just think this film is better than I do, but I might just like it more than you. I mean, that's that, they are different things. Let us know what you think in the No, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, I, yeah. It's so difficult. I don't know how they do this it. I don't be, know how this, they... this might be the best film I've seen so far this year though. I, it's really close between this and Malcolm and Marie. I really can't tell. What's in, I think it's interesting. I didn't. I, I, maybe it's been so long. I didn't realise you, you You. had Malcolm Marie on such a high pedestal. To Malcolm Marie is first on my list, yeah. I think now... Oh, and actually, no, should I do it? No, no, I won't. I've, I've said in the past that I won't do it, so I won't. Because it will change. <laughs> what is and it? And I will look like a complete hypocrite. What is it? So far, it goes... Mine goes Sound of Metal, Malcolm Marie, Nomadland. Okay, well, so far, and then, Wasn't then you... obviously, Justice League. Um, oh, Justice League is, is a Justice League bottom. was it's not bottom of my list. It's second. I love bottom. it. We should do a re-review and give it a nine. Well, of Justice League, you know, it'd be really interesting. I'm not actually necessarily legitimately saying we should do this, but okay, it'll it would be interesting. Just no. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a good point. Well, we haven't got enough time. Were you, were you some of get, us have were jobs. you going to get me to rate the original. No, battle? no, no! Jesus Christ! I'm not going to make you do that. What we you, you going to do? Well, I was going to suggest that we find um, a film that we both think is rubbish and try and give it a 10 out of 10 review. I thought about it and I realised that it would be a catastrophe. It would be so hard. (laughs) You'd just have to, like... (laughs) News of the World it's the best film for looking will <laughs> you leave News of the World it, alone it's the best film News for feeling like exactly what you knew it's the world Tom Hanks film without doing hey, anything hey I'll have you know that News of the World it's a, is is a film it is a it's, film it's I def- I've i seen it and everything yeah it's look. it's there <laughs> okay you stop saying it's, three of the year so it's not a film I've given four movies a seven I haven't given anything more than that psst By the end of the year, some of his ratings will definitely go up. I've got number one, Malcolm and Marie. Number two, Nomadland. Number three, The Mauritanian. And number four, Sanamel. Interesting. Ding, ding, ding. Let us know in the comments. They're they're my sevens. The highest six I've got going is The Dig, by the way, which is like almost a seven. This is my fifth place. Okay. That's good. Yeah. We're just checking in at the halfway point. We've seen 12 films so far this year. Let's keep going. I, I reckon we can get to 30. Oh yeah, we should try and do, we can we can try and do we can try and do more. We're going to attempt to. Well, now that cinemas are open. We're probably going to be watching some films. Um, yeah, separately. Oh, I, I, I was yeah, or, or I thought we would just do like when we see each other, just do cinema days. And it's like right, we're going to go see three films today. It's a good point. We'll yeah. do something like that.
1: Don't yeah, worry. We'll
0: try. We'll get we'll get loads more films in for you, you you, you fans in in Mexico. You hey eh? yeah yeah. All right. Um, Oh, we'll do loads yeah. more Bollywood film. No, we won't do that. Oh, no. If, if it's got a good review, we're watching Bollywood. Like yeah. We don't care. If if, if if we're told it's good. I'm uh, jumping on that watch. that Kapiti bandwagon as soon as I have to. We really, really need to watch the Minari film because a lot of people talking about it. I do this the Black Messiah. Like, we've got oh, big... we need to, yes, do this about the size. So the fact we haven't seen that basically means that everything we're saying about film this year is basically void because that film is probably, <laughs> outside of Nomadland, the most talked about film this year and we haven't seen it. I guess so. That's very us, though. That's just what, you know, all those other reviewers do. They do the good films. We're not interested in that. Yeah, we're not interested in Peter Rabbit 2. We're here for, for Mila B. I didn't even realise there was a Peter Rabbit 1.
1: Yeah, I there was a Peter Beeson, Rabbit original. Oh right?
0: Wilson and James Corden. Oh, that's... Oh, uh, oh, wow, that's... In it? I bet it's the like oil and water there. Yeah, 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 it's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, Peter Rabbit, uh, that's sort all of, uh The cast... When did they come out? Story, Must that? have been years ago. Well the second one is um James Corden, Elizabeth Debicki, Margot oh, okay. Robbie. So this is like your Oh, it's actually movie. got a good cast. Uh Rose Byrne, who is the um the lady from um uh X Men First Class, Donald Gleason. What the one who plays oh. Angel. Not Angel, no, crack, what's her name? No, no, the undercover agent woman. Oh the one who plays Moira, right. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yes, no, she's a good actor. Yeah, she's really good. She's really good in the family with uh mould, but absolutely right, I uh, we've, We have discussed reviewing more non-2021 films than we have 2021 films. <laughs> we're so interested yeah, in Peter Rabbit 2 and Postman Pat the movie. <laughs> the Peter Rabbit 2 came out last week. Oh, yeah, but the, we're not. I'm not we thinking. should review the series I really surely should. retrospective yeah. on yeah. Peter Rabbit 1 come on we can do we can do a Marvel special a DCU special and a Peter Rabbit special and then we can <laughs> review them as, as three tri- you know the, all those trilogies and everything It'd be oh, great. we haven't done Falcon and Winter Soldier yet can you sort yeah I know we need to do with that our guess. yeah I'm hoping it'll yeah I mean like, we, might, we might forget otherwise it's going to be a bloodbath. Loki's coming movie. out soon yeah that's going to be a three person review yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a nightmare. You're gonna you're gonna love it. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, well. Um I'll see you down the road. Bye. Alright. Wait, bring back my plates. Thank you for listening to Outer Ten, or at least being in the vicinity of a device which happens to be playing it. If you've struggled through to the end, you've either skipped through the podcast, in which case, shame on you, or you actually enjoyed it somehow. If so, we'd love to hear your thoughts on lists we should make or reviews we should do for any film, TV show, album or game you want. Just make sure it's not boring. You can find us on Twitter at Outer underscore one zero or send us an email to Outer one zero podcast at gmail.com or one word. And all complaints may be sent to us via your nearest recycle bin. See you soon.